The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pod of thunder and rock and roll and home of the Duff McKagan joke of the week. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan calling. Yeah, it's the Tuesday here. I'm uh, just getting ready to play, um, rehearsing to play this Will Ferrell cancer benefit, the Greek theater. Learning all kinds of new songs. Going to play with Brad Paisley and Chris Martin, Mike McCready, Chad, Chili Pepper, Josh and Chili Pepper, Stefan. And I'm driving, as you can tell. Anyhow, this, this lawyer was getting questioned down at the police station. And a cop, uh, the lawyer says to the cop, says, look, I'm not a lawyer present. And the cop says, well, you are a lawyer. And the lawyer says, where's my present? Thank you very much. <laughs> that one is awesome. I love that one. Uh, Talk is Jericho exclusive. The Duff McKagan joke of the week. Thanks to Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Duff McKagan for always delivering. Maybe not on the laughs always, but definitely on the jokes. That one was actually a pretty funny one, though. And he's delivering at the Will Ferrell Cancer Benefit tomorrow night, Saturday, uh, October 6th, in Los Angeles at the Greek Theater. He's also delivering on the upcoming Guns N' Roses tour. They're hitting the Philippines, Jakarta, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Abu Dhabi next month. And my band, Fozzy, going to be at Rock Allegiance on the main stage tomorrow in Camden, New Jersey, Saturday, October 6th. So come rock with us. And if you can't come to Camden, then you got to come on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Fozzie will be doing three sets, and there's still a few, and I mean just a few cabins left. Book now at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. The lineup of talent joining us is incredible. I'll run it down for you a little later in the show. But let me tell you, someone else is going to be on the ship and sponsoring the cruise Pro Wrestling Tees with uh, founder Ryan Barkin. He's the reason Colt Cabana and Marty DeRosa will be doing a live episode of the Unprofessional Wrestling Show. Mar- Marty and Colt will also be doing some stand-up comedy. you hear all that story coming up. Ryan's also talking about working with the Young Bucks and all the tees he's made for them. Uh, and you know he's watched their empire grow. And he's telling the story of Pro Wrestling Tees itself, how he built that up. Uh, he went from making a t-shirt to making lots of shirts for just about every wrestling star in the business. We'll talk about some of his most popular designs, his bestsellers, his favorite tees and some of the biggest wrestling names that he's started working with. And if you're on the cruise, you'll have a chance to get one of three exclusive shirts that Ryan and Pro Wrestling Tees did specifically for the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. It's the only place you'll be able to get these three special designs. Uh, and you can do that uh, if you go on the cruise, of course. And you only have to be near a hot topic or by your phone or tablet to get yourself the new Bucks of Jericho or is it Y2 Jackson shirt? It's out now in all hot topic stores 
online at hottopic.com and of course at prowrestlingtees.com as well. Get it in time for the debut match of the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rage, the big main event. ChrisJerichoCruise.com to book your cabin only three weeks away. But right now, only three seconds away, Ryan Barkin talking all about Pro Wrestling Tees right here on Talk is Jericho. Um, okay, so we're back in the warehouse here at, uh, uh, is it technically one hour tees or is it Pro Wrestling Tees? Where we're at, it's actually Pro Wrestling Crate. Okay, so Pro Wrestling Crate. So you, well, but we're in the Pro Wrestling Tees side of the building. You're in the Pro Wrestling Tees complex yeah. that incorporates one hour tees, yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Crate. Yeah. And about four other companies that we want. A lot about. of stuff going on. So you, yeah. this is Ryan Barkin here, who's the become kind of the uh, pro wrestling mogul when it comes to, uh, to, to to merch for basically, I was going to say for, for the independent scene, but it's gone beyond that now. Tell us exactly who you make uh, pro wrestling tees for. You know, we started independent. Now we're, we're making shirts for Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Mick Foley, wow. all the big guys. I mean, the whole uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling's our biggest client, yeah. And Hot Topic, you know, the the, the big Alpha Club shirt that yeah. uh, is such a big seller right now for me is sold in Hot Topic, but you actually made it. Yeah, we produce everything. We brokered the deal with Hot Topic mm-hmm. for New Japan. And then from there, we've been able to do merchandise for for you and and other wrestlers that are not part of New Japan, so it's been great. So basically, anybody that's wrestling outside of WWE yeah. is pretty much tied into to pro wrestling tees at this point. Uh, probably 95%. That's unbelievable, because this, this building is huge here. I mean, we're in the middle of, of basically downtown Chicago, yeah. which I'm sure is not you know the cheapest of, 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 of rents or, or whatever it may be. Right. And I'm just looking, you gave me a little bit of a tour Originally, I, want, I wanted to pull a Larry David. I was like, you want to see the tour? Nah, who needs a tour? I don't want a tour. Yeah. But I'm glad you gave me the tour because I got to see one of the things, which was your um, the sales for the day. And this is, even though it's such a big place, it's still kind of a mom and pop thing where you're packaging them up by yourself, sending them off in the mail. And there right. was hundreds, maybe thousands in that room. Right. And you said that's just two days of sales. Yeah, it's about two days of sale. I, I think we do close to three to 4,000 pro wrestling shirts a week that's insane so um it's it's it is insane yeah well how did how did this all begin like how did you get to this point where you have this this giant complex here uh we started in a smaller store probably about 800 square feet now we're in 10,000 square but started feet. doing what like we what started we- so one hour tea started 10 years ago so you're just doing like a typical like one hour tees if someone wants to get a, a bunch of t-shirts for their softball team. Yeah, exactly. They'll go to one hour tees and give us, you know, a Sheboygan uh, yeah. Sharks t-shirts, give us 20 of them and, and put Chico's Bell Bonds in the back and there we go. Exactly. I mean, well, originally it was Creative Ventures. That's my company name. So Creative Ventures was uh, a company I started with a friend. We did websites and business cards and, and we got into outsourcing screen printing and then we found out about a digital printer that it was a new thing. It was about 10 years ago where you can just send a, a print from the computer directly to the shirt or directly to the printer to print the shirt. So it's like a computer home printer. So it prints full color and you can just do one shirt. So I was like, this is a pretty cool machine. We should, we should maybe buy one so we can do shirts on our own. Maybe then you don't have to worry about minimums and colors and all that kind of stuff. So we bought that machine. And from there um, we just started printing our own t-shirts and it kind of took off a little bit, but not as much as it 
should have under Creative Ventures. So my friend left the company, and the big thing was everybody wanted shirts fast, and they're always they were always like. I, I need the shirt tomorrow. I need the shirt in two days. And I'm like, well, I could do shirts in two minutes if you want. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I should charge extra for that. So then I came up with the name One Hour Tees and we changed the name to One Hour Tees. P- people don't know what Creative Ventures is. Right. But One Hour Tees, I mean, it's it's either it's either t-shirts or, or something with golf, right? Tees, people How think. How long does it take to make a tee? Um, it takes two minutes. <laughs> One hour. <laughs> How can you even call it two minute tees? Well, I was like, what if people want to order a hundred shirts? What am I supposed to do? So I'm right. like, I need an hour at least, um, depending on the machine. So at this point we can print maybe 50 shirts per machine per hour. Hmm. And we're running about 15 machines. Okay. So you, you figure out the way to make them quickly. Yeah. Every other t-shirt company prices it by quantity and colors and how many prints you have. We price it by turnaround time. So we're like, we could do a one hour. We could do next day, two day, three day, four day. And we'll charge gotcha. you for each thing. So it's priced by. So uh, how did that become uh, a pro wrestling specialty? Yeah, yeah. It's so after about two years, I met Cole Cabana. He came to the shop. With, local Chicago guy. Yeah. Local Chicago guy. He said, uh, I got a friend named CM Punk and he needs a shirt to wear on SmackDown. It's going to say, I broke big show's hand. Oh, okay. so, what was the angle? Like he had broken. I think he broke his hand. He, he broke Big Show's hand. He broke, yeah. Was okay, like, got it. Because he, he wanted like like I broke uh, what, Wahoo's leg or whatever. Right, 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 um, right, right. So I made a shirt. I, I, I made the shirt. They came there. I met I met both of them, and then Colt emails me, and he's like, I, I need shirts to sell at shows. I'm I'm with Ring of Honor. I'm an independent wrestler. I'm like, I don't even know what Ring of Honor is. I don't know about independent wrestling. So you weren't a wrestling fan. I was. Uh, I was a WWF, WWE gotcha. fan, but I didn't know about independent wrestling. My brother knew about it, so he kind of filled me in. And, um, you know, from there, he's he introduced me to guys like Joey Ryan and Kevin Steen and the Young Bucks. But, but slow down a bit. So, so Colt goes, I need some shirts to be made because all these, because independent guys, and one thing yeah. for me, I'm lucky I was never, I was independent, but I haven't been for 20 years, and we never right. really sold merch right. anyways. But now that's the big thing is you sell merch yeah. to, to make uh, more money. You have to get them made somewhere. Well, some of the guys make more money on the merchandise than they do to get sure, to get paid, you know, to wrestle. So, you know, they're going on going away on a Friday, Saturday to wrestle, and I would make bulk orders for a lot of these independent guys through one hour tees at the time. There was no pro wrestling tees, right. so it's still one hour tees. And then I'm like, well, you guys are making money on merch on the weekends. What about like the weekdays? What are we gonna do? And Colt's like, I don't know, you decide, what can you do? And I'm like, well, let's, let's create a website where you can sell merchandise all over the world. You'll set up your own store and we'll sell those exact designs that we're doing in bulk, but I'll take care of the printing and shipping. So that's kind of how it, how it all started. And that was what, was the, what was the shirt that you made for Colt, incident, firstly? I Star Colt with a Jewish star on it. It's kind of like a... Instead of I Heart, I, heart, I uh, yeah. Star of David. Yeah. <laughs> and he still sells it today. He, it's, that's the original. It's one of his like, highest selling shirts. You know, it's funny. I remember when I was doing a thing with Goldberg years ago, 20 years ago, and it was, I kept like weaseling my way out of matches with him, but claiming a victory. So it'd be yeah. like Jericho 1, Goldberg 0. Jericho 2, Goldberg 0. So I went to have a t shirt made. It was in Greenville, South Carolina. I went to a place at the mall yeah. and said, Can you make a shirt for me? Jericho 1. Yeah. Goldberg zero and they're like I guess so I got that made over the course of an afternoon because I remember how fast can you make this it's gonna take you know five hours like I need it in three hours right like how hard would it be to do that yeah you know but I wish I would have known one hour tease I could have how long ago how long ago was that 98 yeah there was there was no digital printer it was probably uh that's the old yeah the old vinyl lettering right Put the letters on and and push the presser down right and then my idea was I, I would take a black piece of tape 
and put it over the one and then put a white piece of tape for two. Yeah. yeah. And then it's kind of, it's like, even though it was right. only 20 years ago, it's very much archaic uh, technology. Except people do it today still. There's vinyl letter. There's places down the street that do vinyl lettering right. still. So it's. It's just we have the new technology, so we have the ability to print it in two minutes if you need it. So did Colt basically go to the guys and say, hey, I got, I know this guy Ryan, and he can make shirts for you guys? Yeah. And that kind of where it spread from? Yeah, basically. Hmm. Kind of went, it was all independent. We, like our our first, the first shirts we put up were for Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he had, he was selling, like, it was a big deal if he was selling, like, one shirt a day. It was like a streak he had going on. He's like, I sold another shirt. He's like, let's keep the streak going. It was like one shirt a day was like huge. I mean, now we're like 300 shirts a day or something crazy. So it's, it's, it's crazy how much it's grown from like the beginning. So, but even at that point, so you're taking it to the Ring of Honor guys. Like, yeah. Are you walking around like with a notepad taking orders or, or like, are you going to the shows? Are they emailing you? Saying, For like the bulk orders and stuff I like guess that? So, like, just how it started to spread. I think it was, it's, e- it's easy to get to the point now where you have, a thousand different titles but i'm going back yeah. to when all you had was colt yeah and then he's trying to build this with you they would just reach out to me email or something hey i got your name from colt can you make me can you make me some shirts and mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah sure so i mean that's really how it how it came about and then uh, from there i think that colt there were i don't remember all the wrestlers but at, at some point i think like maybe two or three weeks after i launched the site i went to a convention here in chicago and i met diamond dallas page and I, I made it like an old WCW shirt. And I was like, I was like, Hey, can you sign this? And he's like, where'd you get this shirt? And I'm like, I made it. He's like, I need someone to make shirts for me. And I'm like, I actually started a website called pro wrestling tees. If you're interested, you can sign up. He's like, yeah, maybe. So I like, I got his number and like three, it took like three or four months before he actually signed up with me. And from there he was like the first, you know, legend, I guess you would say. Big hall of fame yeah, type hall of fame. name. Like, and I was like, Oh, that's great. And then there was a guy named Bill who did a lot of his marketing and he's like, I can get you Jake the Snake and, and Scott Hall and, and Mick Foley and all these guys. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's sign him up. And from there, it just kind of like took off. It's typical entertainment when if somebody's hot, then everyone else wants to get involved with it yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So how many people do you have? Because we worked together. We'll yeah. get into the hot topic thing, but we did a thing for a while where I had like three or four designs. Yeah. And you go on the website and there's like how many people have designs? Yeah. We have a thousand wrestlers now. A we thousand. Just, now we do. Yeah. I would say probably like three or four hundred are like known big name legends. And then you've got probably like two or three hundred indie, you know, top of the indies. And then you've got a lot of people who are just like getting started. So it's like the pro wrestling illustrated top 500. Yeah, basically. You know, like the first 50 and then never heard of the like. So so who's the biggest name on your roster right now? Right now? um, I guess Steve Austin. would be. And who's like the most obscure name on your roster? I couldn't even tell you. Give me one name. I have no idea. I don't even pay attention though. I can't. I, I mean, some of these guys sell one shirt a month, or some of them sell no shirts. I have people who have signed up and they'll put up ten designs and they'll sell zero shirts. And I'm, I mean, they could be the next Chris Jericho. I don't know who they are, so mm. I'm not going to tell them they can't set up. But a it store. doesn't cost you any money because right. you're just making them per order. Yeah, exactly. It's it doesn't. We don't stock anything here, so it doesn't matter if they put up ten designs. Um, it doesn't. It's just time and we're willing to take that time to put up the shirt. So it might take like five to 10 minutes to put up a design. So, okay. Well, you're talking about like a, a guy like stone cold, Steve Austin. Yeah. And that's obviously one of the biggest merchandising sellers of all time. Yeah. How, uh, how did you get hooked up with him? Cause that is not, Steve is, is a great guy, a good friend, but he's not, I'm sure he's not the easiest guy to deal with when it comes to what he would kind of think is like maybe some kind of an indie thing or whatever it might be. Right. So I think 
Cabana went on his podcast at some mm-hmm. point and mentioned me. Um, that might have put like the seed in his head. But then I, I like t- I direct messaged Jim Ross one day and I was like, "Hey, you should sell merchandise." And I talked to him on the phone. And Jim and Steve are big friend or good friends. And and he, uh, I think he reached out to Steve and was like, "Hey, if you need merchandise, you should talk to you should talk to Ryan." And he's like, "Hey, Steve's gonna call you." And I was like, "Oh shit, great." So Steve Steve calls me. We talked about merchandise. I sent him. I think I sent him four or five shirts. I'm like a real shitty Gildan t-shirt. And he was like, I don't like this at all. This is crap. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no give me another chance. Give me another chance. <laughs> so what, why didn't he like it? What didn't, what didn't he like? Um, about it? It, like the Gildan shirts, they're good, but they're just basic boxy t-shirts. Okay. Kind of like the WWE yeah, yeah, style. Yeah, right. Um, you know, Steve likes the really fitted, nice, soft t-shirts. Yeah. He likes the quality of yeah, it. Right? And I have the ability to do 80,000 different types of shirts. So I don't know what he likes. I just sent him what all the wrestling fans. But right like. off the bat. He said he didn't like yeah, it. He's like, he's like, this is crap. <laughs> Forget it. And I'm like, wait, give me another chance. I'll send you some nice shirts. So I sent him some next level. That's his favorite. So, you know, I sent him the nice shirts, next level stuff. And, um, you know, he, he somehow liked it and signed he, up. And, he usually creates his own designs. Yeah, I know in WWE he was very much uh, involved in his own. I know, send him designs version. all the time. Doesn't like any of them. Nothing. No, it's all his own. His own idea, his own design. I send him a couple that he like. So what's but, the newest Steve Austin design? Um, we did like a cool like Austin era one. Um, with Austin what? Austin era like okay. you know like like an old like an old school wrestling shirt. Haru made it from Japan. Um, he's one of the best designers that we have. The guy that made your alpha Jericho shirt. Um, he made one with like Steve, like drinking beer and it says like Austin, hell yeah on it. So that's like our newest one. And that's, that's a, that's a top seller. Everything else is broken skull ranch, broken skull challenge. Yeah. That's his, his, his new brand. But what I'm saying is, is he not still under contract to WWE for some, they still sell Steve Austin merch, don't they? They license his merchandise through him, but he's not under contract for merchandise or gotcha. anything like that. A lot of the guys aren't, but... Because um, unless you sign that um, Legends deal, yeah, like I'm, I don't have that either. Yeah, like some of them sign it. Some of them are exclusive. Some of them are not. Right. Um, then if you sign over the, the rights to your name, then you technically can't sell your own merchandise. Mm-hmm. But they sometimes don't sell merchandise for guys that they do have exclusive deals for. And does, does Steve still sell a lot of merch? Yeah, um, yeah, tons. I mean, I consider him our our top guy, but mm. the top sellers, that's not Steve. So the, top, the sellers top sellers is, are the Young Bucks. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Before we get to the Unbox, I just want to—I just looked up Pro Wrestling Tees and look at some of your new arrivals, and we'll yeah. discuss a few of these and we'll get to the Unbox. Uh, we got the Skiavone Drip. Uh, from what happened, of course, that's Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Uh, what does the drip have to do with anything? I have no idea. Okay. I don't listen to his podcast. <laughs> I love how you're so like just sir, overseeing I everything. I know a lot of stuff. Frank, do you know what the drip is? I know. Jack Slade, do you know what the drip is? No well, we know what the jack is. It's probably the similar thing. She's got the drip. Um, how about Slap Dick Nation? 
no clue. I okay. saw stuff from his podcast, so he's got a huge following on his podcast. Gotcha. These are all podcast shirts, and then but then we got the Shane Douglas is up there he now. Just launched his store. So he launched just, his store. Juice Rob, yeah, Juice Robinson. Um, those are new. So those are New Japan shirts that you're looking at right there. So Juice is signed New Japan. So New Japan will send me shirts like for Juice, and then Juice will send me shirts for his like own designs. Yeah. So like he'll he has his own store, but then New Japan has designs for him specifically man there's a lot of stuff to talk about here but i just want yeah. to go through uh yeah you got a lot of new japan things yeah you got mount toro yano that's just a bunch of weird looking yano these guys look like I jim think, ross on it's, here it's all the same guy but it looks like jim ross yeah <laughs> uh los ingobernables how do you pronounce it ingobernables de japan yeah. yeah. uh, is that a pretty good seller huge yeah that guy's everywhere over yeah. there there's lots of stuff there yeah. uh kimberly Oh, that's a cool one, the Ramones, and it's Razor that's Ramones. Our, that's our like new top seller. That's like one of our top sellers. That's a great shirt. Right shirt. Oh, yeah. But let me ask you this. So, so we're looking at Ramones, yeah. and it's spelled R-A-M-O-N-S, as yeah. in, and it's the four guys of the Ramones right. with Razor Ramones' head on all of them. Right. If I'm working for the Ramones or in the Ramones, I'm going to call you and say, dude, this yeah. is total right. copyright infringement. Probably, yeah. Do you ever get that? All the time. So, so tell me some of the ones that you've gotten for copyright infringement. Um, Jack Daniels. Uh, Jack Daniels for who? Like Candice, uh, Candice LeRae, Jack Daniels shirt. Jack Slade's friend who's a wrestler, Candice um, LeRae. Uh, Lego for Johnny Gargano sends me a cease and desist. I did a McDonald's sent me a cease and desist for a, for a Moose t-shirt. Vans for, I don't know. I, I get them all the time. So what happens if you get a cease and desist? You just you take down the shirt and you stop selling it. You're not going to fight anybody. No, not at all. I mean, parody law, I don't know anything about it. I don't have time. And if they're not selling 2,000 shirts, then why do I care? Right. And it's one of those things, like, if you're if you're under the radar, no one's going to notice, but now that you're on the radar, yeah. you're probably going to get popped. Usually when you put, like, Lego in the title or you put Jack Daniels in the title, that, that's they somehow find it, which is... They, pro- they probably have copyright guys yeah. looking through it. And there's these wrestlers are uploading their own stuff, so we don't... I mean... I don't sit there and monitor every single thing that they put up, but if you have, like you said, a thousand people on board, there's only so yeah. much you can take care of. Right. I mean, I just, I just kind of let them do what they want. These are their, I, I say that these are the wrestlers stores. They're, we're just printers. So like mm-hmm. the wrestlers put up their own merchandise, they market their own stores. It's their own store. So they kind of take responsibility in the contract. They do take responsibility for their own stuff. So gotcha, gotcha. it came down to it. The wrestlers going to get in trouble. They would get sued, not you. Not so me, you but, I, but I kind of, I, I help them out. And okay, I, here's one. The big cheese for cheeseburger. Yeah. This guy is white <laughs> on here. Cheeseburger's black. Yeah. I, I think some guy in Japan made that for him. Cheeseburger just got announced on my cruise and I had so many people. Like, I love cheeseburger. Yeah. Before I even saw him, I just love the name. Yeah. And I was expecting like some kind of chubby, fat, like white guy that eats a cheeseburger down to the ring. And then I met him. He's like a skinny African American oh, yeah. cat. And he's, I said, "Why are you called? Why are you called cheeseburger?" And he said, "Because he's super nervous, right? Like yeah. I guess because you know one of his." I don't know, heroes or whatever, but he's like, well, you know, um, I was so skinny when I went to wrestling school, they said I needed to eat a cheeseburger. So I thought that should be my name. I'm like, oh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. It sticks out. And then we got the Young Bucks versus Rock and Roll Express. That's kind of cool. It's a dream match shirt. A dream match, yeah. We do a lot of those, like dream matches. Like people are like, oh, what if the Young Bucks fought Legion of Doom? What if the Young Bucks fought? That's cool. So how do you uh, uh, designate the royalties for a shirt? Like yeah, that? I'll split it four ways Well, to go to the Bucks. And then I deal with uh, Ricky and Robert directly so like I, I have the ability to split commissions between everyone even the artist gets paid a little bit too. tell us about working with ricky and robert yeah it's fun you know when we when we were in smoky mountain i said we didn't used to sell merchandise well, we did 
but didn't have like professional shirts like you guys. Yeah. And me and Lance Storm were the Sun Impact. No, Sun. What were we called? The Thrill Seekers. Thrill Seekers. And I hated going to sell merch before my match. Yeah. I was like, Paul Stanley would never go sell merch before the Kiss show or after. Yeah. So I was kind of a, like a snob, and they're like, you know, I was got so much heat. But those guys, right, would go out there and sell anything. They would buy a bed sheet, oh, yeah. strip it into 20 pieces, write R&R Express on them and sell them as official Rock and Roll Express headbands. Yeah. So they were like the masters. Someone would give them like, uh, you know, here's the license plate holder with a, a, a Confederate flag on it. Thank you so much. You know, you put it on your car and you put the license plate in it. They would take it, wait till the person left, sign it and be official Rock and Roll Express license plate holder. That's perfect. So what kind of stuff do they do? Um, Haru's made tons of designs for them i think they're older designs but that's i was like hey you made these designs you think we could sell them and that's how i i think he deals with them so he kind of hooked us up together so haru's one of your designers but he lives in japan yeah he lives in japan um he's actually the designer of the original bullet club t-shirt now so, that's a whole other thing too i want to discuss that as well there's lots i still want to kind of look uh so if i'm on the uh this is prowrestlingtees.com now if i want to see the entire lineup yeah, of, it would crash. Uh, the site would crash if you tried to see the entire lineup. Oh, yeah, I can't see the entire lineup. There's 10,000 shirts. On oh, so the I had to be specific and go actually look yeah, for Yeah, I mean, somebody. we have like top sellers for the month or for the week. Gotcha. Um, then we have it all separated by wrestler. We can do like pr- by promotion. Um, but if you try to search every single shirt. Like, okay, so wrestler owned stores. Yeah. Would that be, would that be why I went, one I would go to? Yeah. So if I go to wrestling owned stores, I'm trying to look for a really obscure person. Yeah, I remember Justin Roberts had some uh, t-shirts up. Justin Roberts has really funny shirts of him with like the Golden, Golden Girls, Girls surrounding they, they, him. Do they sell like seven or eight shirts? I think he's. I think he sold a good amount when he first left WWE. I used to bug him about that. I'm like, who the hell is going to buy that stupid shirt? The Golden. Yeah, Girls. like so. All the those are like top sellers at the top. Then you've got like the spotlight wrestlers. Okay, so who are Biff like, Busick. Yeah. Let's go to Biff Busick and see. If you guys are big Biff, Biff Busick fans, uh, do we know Biff? Have we heard he's of in, Biff? Before? He's in uh, NXT. Oh, he's in NXT. I don't know his name in NXT. So how can yeah. he have shirts well, he's, with he's you? Not, he doesn't have that name in NXT. Okay. He's got a Biff uh, Rules shirt here available. He used to sell tons of shirts. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, geez, I guess I should get... Scroll down to the very bottom. Up to snuff with All my the way Biff to the Busick. Okay, you're so. talking. You're still at the top like 200. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah I didn't, oh, my gosh. It just keeps going and going and going. All right, so I, I'm just I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm scrolling down. I'm gonna close my eyes and just pick a name, and you're gonna tell me what they do. Jordan Len. No clue who that is. No. Okay. I'm sorry, Jordan. I, I don't. Hey, listen. And this is nothing. Guys, go out and, and support Jordan Len. Uh, Nick Radford. Mm. Not a lot, right? No. I don't um. Know. How about this guy? One. I'll do a couple more here. Uh, Sunny Boy. I don't know. If you guys would like a Sunny Boy shirt, <laughs> you guys can go to Pro Wrestling Tees uh, backslash Sunny Boy. Uh, he's got some pretty cool shirts here. I'm sure Sunny Boy is a fine. He probably would beat the shit out of me. You so. know what's funny? What? Frank. Frank's known as the Barracuda Mailbox Bomber. He the used Barracuda to, Mailbox Bomber. You know, like when we were little, he used to he used to wrestle with, with his friends. So we put up a Barracuda Mailbox Bomber t-shirt. It's got a picture of a Barracuda in a mailbox with a bomb on it and how many shirts how many shirts have you sold four, four shirts wow no that's, one knows who he is never been never been an actual wrestler well that's four more than you probably should have sold <laughs> um the the last one on here is zicky dice we know zicky okay so good and then look again we're not taking the piss out of these people yeah these are hard-working performers please support them if you go to a local show and see them 
But basically, what my point is that you have everybody on here. Everybody wants. Oh, the Voros twins! I yeah, just saw them in Seattle. Guys. Jack brought them back. Yeah, I know. Those uh, guys. So go buy a Voros twins shirt as well. Um, so like every day, we'll get maybe ten signups on the website. Not just wrestlers, though. So we do podcasts and promotions and news sites and everything. We have different categories. So like, we'll let anyone in the wrestling industry. So you have sign an up. open door policy. Um, if you have, you have to have a certain amount of social media followers, which is ten thousand oh. between Twitter, or you can pay a fee. So it's either, it's like between Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have ten thousand Twitter followers, we'll set up your store for free and everything. So I know that because when Don Callis went, got back in the business, he was trying to get some Don Callis shirts. People yeah. have social media followers, right? So like. But does he have enough now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like if if you pay a $75 fee, we'll set it up. I mean, obviously, if you have like 100 Twitter followers, you're probably not going to sell that many shirts, just to be honest. I mean. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah I mean, people always go, well, if I could just get 10% of my social media followers to buy something, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, it's like 0.0001%. So we charge $75, but I'm like, hey, sell eight shirts and you're making your money back, you know? So like, I mean, from there I'll, I'll do whatever you want. You know, you got a lot of big Japan merchandise. We just set up the big Japan store. Like That's a couple of weeks around? ago. That, that was like 20 years Those ago. Those are a lot of design. He, they don't have a lot of new designs, but I'm like, send me all your old stuff. It's really cool designs. We'll just put them gotcha. up. So we sell like a lot of old nostalgia. stuff. Um, we do a lot of old wrestling shirts. Like we will recreate really old shirts from like the seventies and stuff like that. See, but that's kind of cool. That's retro. Yeah. You know, cause, cause that's what Bobby Shabinsky from uh black craft and I are working on a Jericho retro. He thinks yeah. it's going to be huge. It's gonna yeah. Be it's huge. cool. So, um, it's interesting though. Like I said, they're just looking through here. There's some great looking shirts that everybody has a chance to, to have some merch. Like when I was in WCW, uh, I asked Bischoff if I get a shirt made. Yeah. And he said, ah, you don't make any money off shirts. I said, it's not about making the money. It's the perception. Perception is reality. If they right. go to a show and they see a Hulk Hogan shirt and a DDP shirt and a Booker T shirt and no Chris Jericho shirt, that makes me look like nothing. If there's a Jericho shirt, I don't care if it sells zero. It's still up there. Right. So once again, I had to go get it made by myself yeah. through some guy that knew some guy and do exactly. my own commercial for it. It's just amazing how much merch has progressed yeah. to where now everybody has a shot. So when I first came up with the idea for pro wrestling tees maybe a little before i reached out to wwe because they colt hooked us up like the colt was talking to someone in wwe they sent me a couple designs to do a test print they sent me one of your shirts it was like a blue shirt with y2j and i think it had like a silhouette of you and then like an undertaker shirt to like send us some shirts we'll see like maybe they were looking for a new printer at the time who was that wwe wow okay so i sent them like shirts just as a test they didn't really work with digital printers, so they wanted to see like how it would look. And I'm like, hey, I got this idea for like a, a t-shirt website where we could set up a store for each of the, like I think NXT just started in like 2012 or something like that. We'll set up a store for each of the guys in NXT because you guys don't make merch for these guys and you don't make merch for some of the lower card people in WWE. So we can set up a store for all these guys and they can all have merchandise and won't cost you anything. And they were like, no, we're not going to do that. They don't deserve merchandise, stuff like that. Like they said, they don't deserve, I don't they said they didn't deserve but merchandise, the, but they don't, they're not going to sell merch. They're, they're not a big enough draw to sell merchandise. They're not like John Cena. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I think everyone should sell merchandise if they market it the right way. If you have a big social media following, you're going to sell merchandise. So I'm like, all right, I'll just start my own site. So that's kind of, I think that's kind of what pushed me to open up pro wrestling tees to give everyone a chance to sell merchandise, even if you're a nobody. Sure, you can sell merchandise. Let Frank can sell merchandise. Well, he sold four. Yeah. There you go. You might even sell a fifth one. Can, is there any chance we can get a Jack Slade um, category yeah, opened up? Yeah, of course. Up? The skinny Englishman? The, 
the thin white dude. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, the WWE is very specific yeah. with their um, uh, merch because I can see that. Like, there are people that don't have merch. Yeah, they're doing a lot more now with people like like newer guys. I, but it's I not, see like it's not you don't get a freaking ribbon for participation. Right. If, you're, if you're not over enough, yeah, you don't get merch. It's as right. simple as that. Whereas it, for you, yeah. Anybody can have merch, at least they have something up. Because we don't stock inventory. So we have 10,000 designs, but we don't have 10,000 shirts. Imagine a lot of people don't understand like why it takes seven to 10 days for us to actually get the order, print it, and ship it out. I mean, we're getting thousands of shirts a week. We can't, we don't have inventory. We're not, it's not WWE where we pull it off the shelf and ship it out. We actually have to order it and print it and sort it. And but that's not financially feasible anymore. It's much better. Like you said, you have the cyber warehouse yeah. with you know, 10,000 shirts, but you don't have to stock anything. Right. You know, let's talk about the Young Bucks here. Yeah. And we'll talk about some of the things That's one thing we do. We do stock Young Bucks shirts. Well, Young Bucks have just gone off the charts all across the board. I mean, Hot Topic, number one seller until the Alpha Club came out. Now they're distant number two. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But I'm joking, of course. Actually, I'm not. But uh, you've got so much Bullet Club and so much Young Bucks. Yeah. When did you start seeing the whole phenomenon of the Young Bucks begin? Um, I think... It was probably when they joined Bullet Club, I think. They were always selling a lot of merchandise. Um, They're hustlers. Yeah, definitely. They Once they joined Bullet Club, I, just can't, I can't remember exactly when, but it was just all of a sudden they just started selling tons of merchandise. And obviously I'm going to work harder for the guys that are selling merchandise. So I'm constantly coming up with ideas every day. I'm, I'm texting with Matt like, hey, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. So as far as making different designs, yeah, different, different designs, types of merch, per, different products. Like what's like some of the most ridiculous products that they have. Now? I mean, today I, today I talked to man and I'm like, Hey, why don't we make some uh, headphone earbuds so they can listen to your new, sh- you know, the YouTube show being the elite. And then we'll do it as an add on to every order. We'll charge like five bucks for little earbuds that say being the elite. And now everyone can listen to being the elite with their own being the elite, you know? Um, so smart. Barry, the, the bear, that do you know about that the bear that they have that for being the elite they and and all in the show and they just revealed it was kenny omega so we came it's like, we, a, bear, like a guy in a bear costume yeah bear yeah. costume bury the drug-free bear um we just we just made plush bears with all in t-shirts we're gonna start selling those ring of honor is gonna start selling them too so like we just do we'll just do any I'll cody do told me he started wearing a weight belt in the ring you're gonna start doing uh, bullet i saw, club I saw those the other day yeah um you're salivating already I, i'll Thinking I'll, of sell, all the sales. I'll sell anything. People are like, I can't believe you're selling all this weird stuff. I'm like, we sell bowl club belts and socks and water bottles. I mean, you should meet Gene Simmons. He would yeah. love you. Yeah. You've got the definite kiss mentality. If you can put young bucks on or a bullet club, sell yeah. it. Bullet right. club condoms. Sure. Why not? Number one with a bullet. I tell him like, <laughs> just ride it while it lasts. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know when, when or if they might go to WWE, but I assume if they ever do that, we won't be able to sell their merchandise anymore. So, I mean, why not try to capitalize making that? making so much money on merch. It would be a lot. Because one thing, yeah. I talked to somebody yesterday was asking me some advice on that. WWE does not, does not budge when it comes to the merchandising. Yeah. As far as the percentages that the guys get. Right. That will not change. At right. least, it, and it would take a very special case for it to change. Yeah. 
but they're you know that's I think I would assume the the young bucks are making tons of cash yeah not just from pro wrestling tees yeah uh, that's actually where I first heard about pro wrestling tees when I had them on my podcast years ago yeah they kept saying yeah young bucks merchandise go to pro wrestling tees now they have their own merchandise they do their own stuff so they'll do stuff that's not on pro wrestling tees they'll get leggings and they'll do autographs and posters and stickers so they've got young buck young bucks merch um, and then they've got the hot topic deal so they've got three different avenues and then they've got if they do independent shows they'll sell their own merchandise there too so they really got four different ways so how for merchandise you, what, where's the hot topic tie-in come in with all this um so joe's the buyer at hot topic he yeah. he um he reached out to me i think after wrestlemania last year it was like i saw so many bullet club t-shirts there we and are, are you guys in a retail store and i'm like no i've always wanted to get into so, retail. Like, so he went to wrestlemania yeah and saw all these bullet club yeah he's shirts. a huge wrestling fan so he went and saw he's like everywhere i go there's bullet club shirts everywhere not so knowing I, who they were just seeing the shirts no i think he i think he knew who gotcha. bullet club was but he's i think he said there was like more bullet club shirts than john cena shirts or something like that yeah. i can't remember but um so he's like maybe we should get these in in uh in all of our stores and i'm like sure let's do it and initially usually when they test out products i think they do like a thousand to two thousand items as a test they put in like an eight to ten thousand dollar or ten thousand piece order initially for bullet club just right off the bat which is uh, like shocking i guess that's what they did for the alpha club shirt too though yeah they 8, did right off yeah. The bat, yeah so like normally with like a new license they don't even they said nobody in hot topic even knew about new japan or bullet club it was really only joe that knew about it. he's like we should do this so hmm. that's kind of how it started so how does that fall back onto you then? Because you can make the designs. And I have the license in in the U.S. to print the stuff. Nobody else does, at least right now. So um, I I've been printing it since for I think three years now. I've got the almost exclusive license in the United States, but we do ship worldwide. So he's he came to me and was like, "How do I get these shirts?" I'm like, "Let me talk to New Japan." So I kind of brokered the deal between New Japan and Hot Topic. We signed a deal um, that allowed us to do that. What's unique about the deal is instead of paying new japan the full royalty if the if the shirt belongs to a wrestler let's say we're doing a, a bullet club young buck shirt they'll let me split the royalty hmm. so now i get to pay the wrestlers directly and they get paid right away and, we and that get, happened when we did the uh, alpha versus omega yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. exactly here right. they decided to sell the tokyo dome yeah but then they gave us the right to sell it yeah, in exactly. the states on pro wrestling tees yeah, as exactly. well but you still had to cut them in for a certain amount right we had to cut them in yeah Right, right. So, um, how is it working with the Japanese? Yeah, I it's it's easy, I guess. I mean, initially it was hard. I think once I started selling a shitload of merchandise and doing this hot topic, now before I would send them, hey, look at this cool Bullet Club shirt I made, and they're like, not approved. Everything was not approved. Nope, they don't want to do it. Now almost everything's approved. I'll send them a new design. They'll be like, yeah, do it. So New Japan owns the rights to the Bullet Club. Yeah, trademarked and everything. Wow. Yeah. Because wasn't Finn Balor the guy who thought of it? Yeah. Why didn't he trademark it? I don't know. Ugh. Once should. again, Gene Simmons told me, <laughs> trademark everything. Trademark yeah. everything. If you try and uh, make any shirts yeah. of Jericho, I own all the trademarks. I'm right. just telling you that right now. Got it. But, oh, man, Finn must be kicking himself because the Bullet Club is everywhere. I think Bullet they Club's wanted even... to do Bullet Club over, over in WWE, but... Didn't own it. Yeah, didn't own it. Yeah. But now, Bullet Club's even bigger than the Young Bucks. Um, in terms of merch sales, yeah. Definitely, because oh, there's so many different styles and designs. Bullet Club, the, the original Bullet Club shirt is probably our. It's definitely our highest seller of all time. It's it's still like in the top three of like currently, even though it's been around for three or four years. The original black and white. Maybe five years. I don't know. I don't remember when exactly we first 
printed it. But the yeah, original the, the black original and black design, and white one. Yeah, like that's like the, like the Austin three sixteen. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people say that it has that feel, like the Austin three sixteen or like the NWO. It's just black and white, simple, cool design, and that's kind of what attracted people. Like when you watch WWE, like I think those. I don't know if it's just me, but those shirts stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Like I could I could spot a Bullet Club shirt like anywhere. I've learned over the years that like slogan shirts um usually do pretty good like you said like a, like a bullet club with the design right like for example like when I, the shirts that i had that had my face on it yeah with the exception of the alpha club but that's different because it had a different feel and, and look but like an actual right. just a color face of you yeah those don't sell for shit some of them do but yeah you're right i mean really? it's got that old school 90s feel and some people don't like that anymore mm-hmm. they like the more logo logo style or text roots of fight style you know those types right. of shirts those are like too. the new thing those are cool because that's another thing. Roots of Fight kind of design that, and everybody just rips it off. Yeah, basically, it's they they came up with their own style. I think it's just textual, and but it's so cool. I mean, they should have trademarked I own, it. I own almost all their shirts, so I, I wear them all the time. But yeah, um, when you who was the original Bullet Club? Do we know this? Who was it? Original Bullet Club. Finn, uh, uh, Prince, Finn and Finn. Uh, Carl Anderson, and then Tama Tama Tonga, and who else? So so the Gallus came after. So the, the, the Tongans, yeah. are kind of the forgotten members of the Bullet Club. They must be kind of pissed. I don't know. I. I'm sure they feel. They, I'm sure they feel. I don't. I think they're still huge in Japan. I mean, they've got their own little thing that's going on right now. Right, right. Um, it's. I think it's kind of like half. Like you got the the guys over here in America that are on the Ring of Honor style, and then you got the ones that are still in New Japan every day. What is your all time biggest seller? Bullet Club. The original. The original Bullet. The original Club. Bullet Club. Yeah. Wow. On pro wrestling tees alone, um, I think we did like maybe thirty thousand pieces. That's a lot. That's a lot 000. for us. I mean. Then you've got like all the wholesale, like, like Ring of Honor wholesales from us. We sell the Las Vegas Fight Shop, all these places. Uh, plus, you, you add Hot Topic in there. I mean, it's got to be like close to 150, 200,000. Who's your biggest uh, individual talent seller? Like, Bullet Club is a gang, but as far yeah. as a person? Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Young Bucks. What, what about for one guy? Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I saw you had Marty Skrull umbrellas for sale in there. Yeah. Marty's uh, another guy. I'll just do anything. I mean, we got weird looking masks that we got made and what are those masks is a uh, plague doctor from oh. the so we just made like knockoff ones and it's a great we sell those yeah it's cool um he sells tons so our top three sellers last year 2017 were bucks skirl and then steve austin top three wow. now because for a while uh punk was getting all of his shirts made here too right? yeah he still Besides does the original he still does does he still sell some decent merch yeah he sells a good amount he's still like a top 10 seller even though he's not on TV or anymore or WWE. Does he still send you designs from time to time? Or I send any- him designs. We got a couple coming out. Um, some exclusive C2E2s, a comic convention here in Chicago mm-hmm. next weekend that uh, we come up with two new came up with two new designs for that. So I'll I'll, I'll throw him new designs once in a while and then we, we put up new stuff. And uh, it's interesting. I was laughing because I, I met your mom before and she's like the accountant. She does human resource and accounting. Yeah. Well, human resources, what does that mean? You know, deals with the employees and like Oh, okay. problems. How, many, how many employees do you have? 30. 30 employees? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, full-time. S- since when? Pro- I mean, we've always... I think we had like 20 last year, and now we, have, now we added another 10, right? I don't know. Because you said... You said you just opened the, the, the kind of the brick and mortar store because before it was yeah. all just existing online, but now you actually have a store. Yeah, but nobody runs it. The best thing about this is that the store, the store costs nothing to run. We have this facility for pro wrestling crate, but the front, we lock the door and you have to walk through one hour tees. And then we have one of the employees over there come in and help the customers. We don't actually have someone that sits in the store that we're paying. Um, the merchandise is 
it's there, but we don't. It didn't cost it us anything to run. Almost like um, I'm not going to say a tourist destination, but is it getting? That it is. I mean, vibe? we have people come from all over the world, not just for the store, but they're visiting Chicago. It's a big tourist destination. They're like, oh, I have to go buy pro wrestling tees. People come, take pictures, buy stuff. We have a lot of in store exclusives. Um, Bullet Club Chicago, Lion Mark. Like we'll do a lot of New Japan with like the Chicago, the Chicago flag through it. Mm. So people come because they can only get it here. We won't ship it anywhere. It's interesting because I remember not this time, but a couple times ago, I was driving down the road downtown. There's a big giant Pro Wrestling Tees billboard on the yeah. highway. You can see that. Yeah, we got tons, and we, we put Colt on all the billboards. No, why um, Colt? Because he was the OG or what? Yeah, I mean, without him, we wouldn't really have Pro Wrestling Tees. Does he have a piece of the company? He has a small interest in it. Nice. Um, he, I mean, he helped me start it if it wasn't for him. And you were actually, I just was going to say, Colt's coming on the cruise, but you brokered that deal as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I, I, I wanted to bring him on, and he's, he does a really funny show, and I think you guys will like it. It's called? Um, Unprofessional, Unprofessional Wrestling. Unprofessional Wrestling. I'm really excited They'll to see it. They'll do, that. like, you know, mystery science, science theater, theater style you know, jokes over because you're wrestling. actually doing the official merch for the for the, for the Jericho cruise, yeah. cruise as well. Our for designer the came up with three awesome designs. And you're hustling. So how did you reached out to Sixth Man, who's promoting the cruise? Yeah, and ask them if you could do it. Right? Yeah, it would be a sponsor. Why not? Why not yeah. be part of the yeah the first wrestling? I mean, it's, it's not. There was a wrestling cruise back in the day, no, right? Not like this though. Not like this. this is different. Yeah, those are shit. I wanted to be a part of it, so yeah. I'm like, why? Why not make the merchandise? It's unbelievable, man. It's it's really interesting to me how you've expanded so much. Yeah. Because once again, this is a very niche market. But if you can strike gold like you did, it's niche. But like, who else does it? That's what I mean. Nobody's doing it. Right. So we started a while ago. I mean, we got. I, I'd say we we got lucky, but I don't know. I, I mean, want to talk to you a little about some of the appearances that you have. At first of all, we're sitting here in the in the pro wrestling crates. Yeah, pro wrestling. Room, explain that because every every month. Yeah. Somehow I get a crate from the WWE and I get a science fiction crate. Right. I don't know how. Oh, no, it's a loot crate. That's loot, what it is. Loot crate does the slam crate. So we do, um, we bought the company from a couple guys that used to own Top Rope Tuesday. Um, they started Pro Wrestling Crate and they didn't want to do it anymore. So I'm like, yeah, they asked me if I wanted to buy it. And I'm like, sure, I'll buy it. They had about 300 subscribers at the time that we bought it. Now we're pushing 3,500. Which is a lot. A month? Yeah, 3,500 subscribers. And so they subscribe. So how much does it cost to subscribe? Um, you can get a, it's as low as 10 bucks and as much as $45 with shipping. So you can get, our main box is, you get two t-shirts. They're exclusive designs, custom, soft, soft, nice shirts. Two shirts, an autographed 8x10, DVD, a little micro brawler figure that we custom make. In China, we get them shipped over here. Our own figure. We got collector's pins in every crate. Sometimes throw in a poster and then like a fun little collectible. Everything's like a mystery. So nobody knows what they're getting, but they know what wrestlers are in the crate. So we'll be like, we have like nine wrestlers for this crate. Last last month we did the golden era. So we did, there was like a Hogan and a Steamboat shirt. And then we did uh, like a Jake the Snake autograph. And you've got, um, you know, a Tito Santana pin. So you, like, so you send a whole uh, uh, box of eight by tens to Jake and say sign. Yeah, or we'll fly them in here. So I, I mean, sending them to the sending them to them is one thing, and then sometimes we'll fly them in for like a day and just they'll just sit here and sign autographs all day for us. Um, it's it's a it's a full time job, and I do it all myself. It's pretty difficult. I don't I, I I curate the whole entire box. I I help I help with the design. Like Dave, our designer, kind of designs a lot of the stuff. But I'll have to come up with the ideas and reaching out to the wrestlers and saying, "Hey, do you like this?" And then everything's a theme. So like I can't just grab a bunch of random wrestlers and throw them into this box. So it's it's pretty difficult. 
and then you have to do you have like overall deals with them all do you have to cut separate deals for each guy yeah each guy i'm just like hey i could pay you this much you want to do it yeah i don't know and then they just do it so like like one guy might get a thousand bucks one might get five thousand bucks i don't know like what they want whatever right? um and every and if they like it then that's great but it, there's a lot of guys that don't like it so i have to you know go back to the drawing board and try to figure out who who i could put in this crate like we're doing best of the indies this month it's got you know all the bullet club guys or the being the elite guys um it's got a uh, chucky taylor and chuck taylor item um uh, 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 tremperetta bottle opener yeah but was i supposed to say that no don't oh, okay but it's too late yeah, it's too fine late. Now, that's an exclusive here it's exclusive talk is jericho and there's also an eight by ten of jack slade's friend yeah we're not gonna see who that is don't say that don't say that he or she knows who he or she is yeah <laughs> at least we um hope. so this is our actually biggest our highest selling month for that crate can people buy per month or do you subscribe for the year? Yeah, you can just do a month. Um, it's unbelievable. Just one month, cancel. Um, you could do a whole year subscription if you want. We do a lot of gifts for people. And we'll have about eight people like lined up all through here. And we'll, you know, all those boxes back there, we'll package them all in. We've got the tape machine. Um, is it amazing to you how popular wrestling is right now? Yeah, I mean, indie wrestling. It's, it's, it's amazing how much it's grown from when I didn't know anything about indie wrestling. Now I know everything about it. And I don't. I mean, I couldn't, I can't believe it. It's, it's huge. You know, and I was going to say interesting, but just wrestling in general, because before, you know, there was WWE, there was WCW, there was ECW, right. you know, uh, earlier than that, you could go make some money in Japan or Mexico. That kind of went down. Now, New Japan is so hot. WWE is super hot. NXT is super hot. Ring yeah. of Honor is super hot. Uh, AAW and freaking you know pro wrestling, you know, penis is big time in uh, Australia, whatever yeah. it's called. All over the place. Pro Wrestling Penis. Go watch the show if you want to see that one. It's a favorite. Jack Slade's favorite. But, I mean, just everywhere. Every yeah. country. Right. You know, um, and so uh, the ancillary benefits for a businessman like yourself, yeah. the bigger the business is, the better your business is, too. Yeah, of course. I mean, the more they sell, the more popular they are, the more the more we sell. I mean, the more... Contra- I, you know, I always think, like, why, I always try to figure out why the Young Bucks sell so many shirts. Like... And I feel like they have such a huge fan base, but they also have such a like a group of people that hate them. Like they hate the young bucks. They they always give them so much shit online. And I feel like that fuels their popularity. Like people want to like them more, so they keep buying their merchandise. I'm I'm just like the, it's crazy. The, big, the biggest stars in anything are never a hundred percent like, nor should they be. Right. It's like if you're not pissing people off, some people, you're not doing your job. Yeah, exactly. Because that just makes your fans love you even more. Right. Makes your detractors hate you even more. Yeah. And it just ends up keeping you, you know, more in the public eye. Right. Um, you do uh, meet and greets here. Like is the autograph signings per se. I noticed that you had Vicky Grail coming in. Yeah, autograph uh, Valentine. Uh, autograph and photos. We got Greg Valentine, Tito Santana, Coco Beware. Let's bring in whoever. I don't care. We'll bring in anyone to sign autographs and Pay just a certain amount of money. Like, I don't even, I don't even profit from most of the stuff. I'll, I, as long as I break even and give the fans like a cool like experience, like I'm excited to just have them in the store and it bring all this stuff to Chicago. It's pretty cool. Who are some of the characters that you have to deal with? Cause those old school guys can be kind of uh, a little bit off the rails sometimes. Um, like how old are we talking? You know, like if you're talking about like Coco Beware, or Jake, the snake or Greg, the hammer, or any of those type of yeah, guys. Jake's awesome. He's really cool to deal with. Um, Jake's been here a couple times. I, uh, some of these guys I don't deal with. I deal with like their their agents or managers. Their people. Yeah, but um, I'm excited to meet them for sure. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it, I mean, Chicago is such a big wrestling town, but are a lot of the people coming from Chicago? Are there people coming from all over? Or? It's mostly all over. You mean wrestlers? Or like Just people? For, for, like, for people that oh, come for the to meet the... and greet? Most of the people for the meet and greets are, are like our local people but like we when we for our grand opening we did a bullet club meet and greet i saw that um after the ring of honor show we had all um the members over here not all of them but the, the ones from the elite being the elite they came in we had people from all over the place i think they said like sweet someone was here from sweden um australia they came in you had the whole club. i would i can't say that they were here just for our event but like the ring of honor show was the night before omega was coming in and defending his belt for the first time so like yeah they they came in they came from all over the country they were like we we stayed an extra day just so we can come here it was huge we had the news here it was a big deal for us lying yeah. down the block oh yeah uh how does uh kenny omega sell yeah huge huge yeah i mean he's right up there with like marty and and the bucks and cody i mean they all sell really well that's the thing that i love about it, is those guys they don't have to go to wwe anymore they can like we mentioned young bucks or marty or cody yeah or, but like would would they be as big if there was no bullet club? I don't know. It's all, it's a question. So it's all based around the bullet. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that they could be like, I, I, they definitely, they definitely are, have the talent and they're, they're great wrestlers and everything. But if there was no bullet club, like, I don't know if like, like a lot of the top selling shirts are bullet club parodies. It's like, I don't know if they would sell as much if like, we didn't have the, like, like the Stephen young- Amell. Yeah, like what's Stephen Amell gonna sell if it's not a Bullet Club stuff? Right, shirt? he did the Bullet Club parody, like the Bullet Club parodies. That's what people want. Um, I mean, the Bucks sell tons of shirts that are not the Bullet Club parody, but that's their top selling shirt. Um, even the Alpha Club is kind of a it's a it's a Bullet Club parody. Long, it, it looks a little different. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's just it all it all comes from the Bullet Club. It just but now at this point, I don't think they need the Bullet Club anymore. When I was in Japan, there was a lot of uh, Los Ignorables. What is that? Los Ignorables. Ignor- how is it? Ignorables. The Ignorables. Ignorables, The Ignorables. Yeah. Say it again. Ingobernables. Ing. Ingobernables. Yeah. Uh, lots of Ingobernables. Yeah. We had Naito here at the shop. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was here. He did a meet and greet. It was awesome. Right on. Yeah. Frank had to drive him to the airport. It was great. Oh, yeah. Big conversation. Oh, great. <laughs> He's got a giant head. Just like mine. I yeah, I was to say that you guys both have really big heads I think and not. It's all hair, though. <clears throat> if, you t- if you take his wig off, he's just got a little pea head. I'm like, that, ha- that hair is awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's got crazy hair. Yeah. I, lo- I love the Japanese style of like, okay, I'm going to grow this hair out, but just in a certain area. I'm just going to grow the back out and a little bit on the sides, yeah. and I'm going to color it kind of brownish orange. Yeah. So it's not normal. Right. And uh, it just makes him look like he has a giant head. So there you go, Naito, you big-headed dummy. <laughs> um, but lots of merch in Japan for for the uh, L. Yeah, L-I-J. they're 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 huge here and, too in the states. Yeah, definitely. Wow. I mean, I mean, they've got we put them in Hot Topic. We just put a new one in there, um, the Cabron one. It's it's one of the it's it the makes, top selling new arrival. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, it makes me laugh how the Japanese guy sells a lot of merch in the states yeah. with the spanish words i know right know. yeah it's weird and you know i can never figure works. out too why he was always holding his eye yeah, it was something in mexico but i don't well, know because it's nigh nigh 
Ito, isn't it? Like I Nai, I Ito, Naito. I'm not what sure it what it is. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know Those crazy Japanese, I can never figure them out. Yeah. Uh, last couple questions. Do you go to a lot of wrestling shows now? Um. Yeah. I no. <laughs> probably not. Actually, no. I don't go to that many. I go to like. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm I was lying. just in Long Beach for the New Japan show. I've never been to a New oh, Japan wow. show, so I flew out there this weekend. Me and Frank, we went out there. How was it? Friends. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, we met the Hot Topic people there. We took them to the show. Um, it was really cool. Um, we go to Ring of Honor shows when they're here. We used to go to Royal Rumble like all the time. We don't go mm. anymore. I don't. I don't have much time. We're working so much. Got How many kid, hours got... do you spend here in the uh, shop, so to speak? Um, probably like 10, 10 hours a day. Frank's okay. here like twelve hours a day, thirteen hours yeah, a day. Jeez, man, it sounds like Frank's really running the show I'm here. I'm just busy. I got three kids now. You're just the it's, figurehead. It's, it's it's difficult. You're just the uh, Jack Tunney of uh, of pro wrestling tees. Yeah. Um, what's that? You got it. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, last two questions. Who's yeah. your all-time favorite wrestler? Uh, Steve Austin. No. Okay. Is that like? To like, no. does everyone say that? No. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I mean, you can say that he's yeah, the most popular. I mean, he is. When time. I talked to him, I was like sweating on the phone. Don't. It's I hope he doesn't, guy, I hope he doesn't right? listen to this. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to know. I want to know how the conversation went. But you got to do it in a Steve Austin voice. Uh, I, I can't do. Uh, I don't know. I forget. Did Austin. you call him or did he call you? Um, I think he called me. Ryan, Steve Austin. Yes. Yeah, want to do some shirts? I think. I don't want all this bullshit. I don't the like the funny one. thing this about bullshit. him is he, this one he is, sucks, man. He has the best. He 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 cares so much about his merchandise, yeah. but he doesn't know what he likes. So he'll he'll be like, "Here's thirty designs. I need these thirty designs in like four different color T-shirts. And then I'll decide maybe I'll like five of them. <laughs> so I'll send him all these shirts, and he's and you know he'll wear for his show on uh, CMT, the Broken Skull Challenge. Yeah. So I'll send him like all these different colors, all these designs. And um, he'll pick like four or five. So I end up sending him like 60, 70 shirts and he'll only pick like five that he likes. But the thing that's cool about it too, just as we wind down, um, you split with the wrestlers pretty much 50-50, correct? Yeah, after cost of goods, it's about 50-50 split. Say it again? About after cost of after goods. After cost. It's about 50-50 split. you're not going to get that. You know, when you're in WWE, you're yeah. making, you know, significantly less, Right, shall so I, we I say. started the company to give wrestlers money. I never really thought it was going to be this big. I kind of, I kind of wish at the beginning I didn't initially start with like this high royalty, but whatever. So I started, I started, Typical. I started the company. Typical promoter. Like I wanted to give wrestlers extra money. Maybe they, they, maybe they can make money to pay their rent or like pay for gas to go to these shows. I don't know. So that's why we started the company to make wrestlers extra money. So I was like, I'm not trying to get rich off these wrestlers. Let's do like a 50, 50 split after cost of goods. And mm-hmm. it's like, it comes out to like a 30 to 50% royalty you know is that kind of a favored nation that never changes for anybody like if you're working with somebody like uh you know you don't have to say specifically but if it's an austin is it still the same rate like, i think say, that hey, we like if he hits a certain number i'll give him bonus gotcha. stuff like that there's there's a lot of different like if you add add multiple prints it brings down your percentages if you you know stuff like gotcha stuff like that and what's your favorite shirt my favorite shirt made? man I don't know. The other day I was saying that that Ramon shirt is might be my favorite shirt. That's a pretty ever. cool it's, looking. It's awesome. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to think. What's my Frank? Favorite what's shirt? your favorite shirt? Plain black shirt. <laughs> Frank's been wearing the the same plain black <laughs> Gildan T-shirt for <laughs> for eight years. He wears the same shirt. I'm like, do you want like a nice soft one? He's like, no, Gildan eight thousand. I'm like, all right. I think, right. I think the Bullet Club Chicago shirt that we made is that like sounds my pretty favorite. Cool. It's like you, it's, you could do that for every city. It's, it's, I could, yeah. But can you so, do a Bullet Club Winnipeg shirt? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So it's it, like the Bullet Club design is probably my favorite. But then when we put the flag in it, now it's now it's like it's kind of like my shirt, right? It's just almost it's, like it's Iron our Maiden store when they shirt. go to different cities. Yeah. They have a different shirt with Eddie in front of Madison Square Garden or yeah. Eddie in front of the United Center. You could do that 
for we should start this. It cut me in on it. Yeah. Bullet Club shirt with whatever city you live in's flag. Do they have flags for cities? Yeah, but none of them are great. Oh. They just got like who is like the Chicago the Chicago flag? I didn't know there was a Chicago flag. There is. It's got the I mean CM Punk's gear is is Chicago flag. It's got the four stars in the blue. So if I'm living um in Sheboygan, yeah. Probably not a great flag. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like Texas has a cool flag, but that's not but that's, that's the state. whole state. And then California. That would be good. You could do a state. California's got a cool flag, but I don't know any other flags. Do you? I don't know any. I, I, what about do I look like the flag master? We just Google it. Yeah, I you guess. know. Okay, final thing. We're gonna go through the. Uh, we're gonna go do the. I'm gonna spin through all of these people. Yeah. I'm gonna pick one out. Yeah. I'm gonna buy it. And I'm gonna give it away. Okay, good. To a lucky listener, uh, on uh, at Talk Is Jericho on the Twitter. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Actually, Jack, come over here. I'm going to let Jack Slade, my uh, intrepid assistant. We're going to spin through these, and you're going to just choose one. And whichever one you choose, close your eyes. I'm close my eyes. I'm going to find where the phone is. The phone, okay, okay, just put your finger down. The Mysterious Movado. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to buy a Mysterious Movado shirt, and I'm going to give it away to, uh, to whoever tweets at Talk is Jericho, hashtag... Uh, mysterious, no, hashtag mysterious Movado. I don't want to spell it. Hashtag Movado, M O V A D O. And I will choose one and send you your mysterious Movado shirt. So we're going to read. Um, welcome to the online t shirt home of the mysterious Movado, hailing from the planet Detroit. The mysterious one is a vet of the independent scene, been putting his unique out of this earth style and twist on wrestling for over a decade. You've seen his mask on travel channels, man versus food. America's got town, American Ninja warrior. Holy shit. And now you can own your very own mysterious Movado t-shirt and join the league of Movado's humans pre uh, presented right here by pro wrestling tees and uh, Ryan Barkin. Very yeah, cool stuff. Very cool. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. Thanks to Ryan Barkin of Pro Wrestling Tees. He has made three exclusive shirts for Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. And the only place you can get any of them is on the ship itself. you got to be on that cruise to get the exclusive shirt designs. We just released a brand new Bucks of Jericho or is it Y2 Jackson t-shirt Hot Topic. Go check that out. That's selling really well. You can get that at all Hot Topics uh, online at ProWrestlingTees.com uh, or on the cruise. And speaking of the cruise, there's less than 20 25 cabins left. Go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Remember, everything is included in the price of a cabin. All the food, concerts, live podcasts, stand-up shows, meet and greets, autograph sessions, rock and roll shows, wrestling matches. The only thing you got to pay for is alcohol and gambling. So come hang out and be a part of the big main event, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club, the Bucks of Jericho, Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks versus uh, Kenny Omega, uh, Cody and Marty Skrull. Don't forget Impact versus Ring of Honor, the No Rules deck fight between Sammy Callahan and Marty Skrull, the Dream Match, LAX versus the Young Bucks, the 10-man elimination tag team war featuring the Bucks, Cody, Marty Skrull, and Adam Page versus LAX, Sammy Callahan, Brian Cage, and Johnny Mundo is going to be there. Don't forget the Battle of the Sexes, James Ellsworth versus Jenny Rose for Ellsworth's Intergender Championship match. So much stuff going on. Live talk is Jericho with the Bullet Club, Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler, remembering Eddie Guerrero, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Mick Foley doing his 20 years of hell. Uh, that's a great, great show. Uh, and like I mentioned before, the first round of the Sea of Honor tournament announced. You can go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and see that. Jay Lethal's in it. Chris Daniels, Marty Skrull, uh, the Briscoe Brothers Cheeseburger. And we got Brandy Rhodes, Mandy Leon, uh, Sumi Sakai, Jenny Rose is going to be there. Um, the SoCal Val, uh, Melissa Santos, Noel Foley, live music from Fozzie, Corey Taylor, Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons, the 
King, the stir, the Dave Spivak project, his new video, uh, Cold Empty Streets, is out now on YouTube. Go check that out. Cherry Bombs, the darlings of rock and roll. Shoot the Thrill, ACDC cover band, uh, female. Blizzard of Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne cover band, male. So much stuff going on. Live comedy from Brad Williams, Craig Gass, Silent Q from the Impractical Jokers, Marty DeRosa. You do not want to miss this. Killing the Town versus Keeping It 100. Conan versus Cyrus. Don Callis. Go check it out now. Book your cabin and be a part of history. Less than 25 cabins to go. Less than three weeks to go before we set sail. ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Do not miss out on this. Uh, so that's it. Thank you so much for checking us out today. Next Wednesday, we will be back with Kevin Kelly, New Japan's announcer, former Raw announcer, former SmackDown announcer, and one of uh, favorite uh, targets of The Rock. He used to call him Hermie. You remember that? And then uh, the big 500th episode with a huge Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. I'll announce that to you next week. So in the meantime and in between time, stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy, and go to ProWrestlingTees.com and check out some stuff. Get some Jack Slade shirts. He's going to be in the cruises uh, as well. Jack Slade, Drunk Mania. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com and check it out. <laughs>